Hi everyone, welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, where we share stories about women inspiring young girls and young women around the world to dream with limited possibilities. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of being with Sonia Montiel, who is the owner of College Confidence. And we just want to invite her today to share her story and be an inspiration to young women around the world who may be lost and need a little bit of direction. So hi, Sonia, how are you doing today? Doing great, Maya. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here and share a little bit on my personal journey and then the, the some tips I can share as well. Yes, thank you, thank you. So first we wanna open up the floor for you to go ahead and explain a little bit about what College Confidence is and what your business entails. Sure. Um, so college confidence, you know, at a traditional perspective, one might say, oh, it's private college admission consulting. I have a background in college admissions. So I was an admission counselor, a high school college counselor, and then I owned my own business. All that wrapped in 20 plus years. Um, and that's a traditional way, but everyone who has worked with college confidence knows that I am shaking it up a little bit. I am kind of anti-college admission, college-going culture. That is not the only path for our young people. Um, I want to open up conversations about chasing that vision, making that dream solidify, whether it's traditional college path or maybe there's another path. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's kind of college confidence is inside out. What is the life purpose? What is the calling? Then we build an action plan that supports that. Right, definitely. So. Give me a brief synopsis of some people, um, some pathways that you have helped um, young people take and gaining their purpose and knowing which pathway and um, passion they should follow. Yes, um, I think one thing that's hugely important, I will talk about mindset just a bit, because for me, and you know, if there's parents listening or maybe become a future parent, um, we absolutely have to question the why. Why are we doing things in our life? And why are we interested in certain things? Are we being told that we're interested and good at these things and so we'll just stick to it because it's safe? Or are we really challenging ourselves to say, wait, I intuitively feel that this is my calling. This is why it's my calling. This is why I find joy. And now let's set up the path. Um, so many times we hear things as we're young that, oh babe, this should be your path because you're so good at it but no one asks us, well, why, right? So that's where I start in terms of raising my daughters and then um, helping young people. We start there. And then with that, then we build these interesting paths. So yes, there will be um, students that will start right after high school. They'll go into you know, college and what college means is very different from one person versus the other. Uh, the expectation of a college education should be very original and different, so we're not copying and pasting experiences. Um, and then I have my other students that will say, no, don't want to do the traditional path. I'm doing a gap year. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to experience life. Some will go directly to work because they want tangible life experience before going more into the book the book smarts oh my right? goodness i think we could talk about that forever especially in the job search um you have jobs that are out here looking for people with 15 years of experience who just graduated college and then you have students who are 
solely focusing on college. So how do they get that 15 years of experience? I think it's crazy. So it's like, which one do you, what do you want us to do? <laughs> well, and I, I think that the job market is in, in such a huge shift. Um, just recently there was um, research polling companies and it was during COVID and what are the skill sets that companies are looking for? And it's not technical skills anymore. And that's a very old school way of thinking. Mm -hmm. um, it is this, we call it the, I don't like the word soft skills. They're not soft at all, but it is creativity. Mm -hmm. It is the ability to articulate your thoughts, whether it's oral or your, your written ability. Um, it's problem solving. So it's all of these higher level problem solving skills that creates mm -hmm. innovation and um, problem solving. Um, so the 15 years of experience, I don't think that is, I mean, I, we're probably seeing that for a certain industry. I think it's, you've yeah. got to take the risk, go out there and at least have working experience where you can exercise those softer skill sets. Right. So it, to me, it's courage. It's like, you know, you're not going to find that ideal company just right away, but in that position, mm -hmm. Will you be exposed to these skills that you can exercise? Most so. definitely. Um, I do have a question. Um, I know that you help students find their creativity, find their passion, their purpose. Um, and especially, you know, some who may not know exactly what they want to do when they're going to college. How do you help students open up their mind, their creativity to say, okay, I'm going to major in this, but I'm not going to take the traditional path. I'm going to do something a little different, a little bit more special with this degree. How do you get students to open up about that? I think it's the, first of all, it's giving them the permission that they can do that. Um, so, you know, I'm going to go back to like, just obedient daughter syndrome. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I, you know, I say this because we are forever an obedient daughter out there like i still feel that with my father right and, and my parents but we have been valued a lot especially i'm going to just pick on the females that you know obedience is a, a value that you know being the good girl is a value like oh you're such a good girl or you're such a princess and we kind of we don't know this but we're confined to those limiting beliefs and so then following the rules following the path obeying when people say you should major in this you should go to this mm -hmm. career and you're like, great, I'll, that's my arrow. I will stick to that arrow, even though there might be something else calling out your name. Yes. And so my first question when I work with young people is, is there anything else? I give you the permission to like, forget about major labels, forget about mm -hmm. any of those labels. What do you want to combine and integrate in your life? And then all of a sudden the vision kind of pops up. Well, I've been thinking about not only science, but I love um, playwriting. I like writing, script writing for plays. Mm -hmm. And then we say, well, how can that be integrated? And then it's a brainstorming session. And they said, I never knew I could combine those two very different worlds together. And I give them, you absolutely can. And in fact, colleges are also trying to translate, like we don't want students in these silos of path we want them integrating these thought process because that that's right. creativity that's innovation and that's mm -hmm. being competitive for college if you wanted to look at the process how do you think um schools colleges um high school counselors everyone can help students to realize that it's okay to this is not just a straight and narrow path like 
this is something that you can in integrate your other passions and life's work with. How can the system change to be able to encourage students to do that? Yeah, I really do see it from a top down. I think the adults in our young people's lives really need to dismantle the structure, the system in which we educate our young people. Um, the job market is so different from what we expect it to be in terms of the adult world. It's something that <laughs> you got, like your generation and younger, you're creating new markets and new industries. Um, and so I think it's having the courage to face the fear that we can dismantle what is that mm -hmm. straight arrow approach. And life is never, why would, who would want to live a straight arrow approach? Like, I'm going to start at point A, going to point B, life is done. Like, that would be so right. boring. Right. <laughs> like, that's like a straight on roller coaster. Who wants to go on that? <laughs> Ooh, I would never go, I would never go on it again, right? So it's like, embrace that life is about zigzags and churns, going backwards, looping. And um, the, the fear is a big anchor to that. Um, I think maybe, and with young people, and maybe the adults do it so well, we, we make them fear, fear, oh my gosh, if it doesn't work as a straight arrow, then right. I don't know if you're going to be successful. You may not be happy. So we have to challenge ourselves with that fear that we have, whether mm -hmm. it's the adults, the college counselors, the educators, the parents, and even the young people listening to say, I, I want to yeah. challenge that. I want to have the courage to challenge those notions. So it all starts mindset. Wow. And if I could just add to, there isn't a, I don't, you know, it's all touchy-feely, oh, yeah. but there is a, an assessment as well. So if we want to anchor it to a tool and objective data about ourselves, I love using uscience.com. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uscience.com. I'll definitely have that linked for everyone Great. to go to. It, it's one of the most effective tools that I share with all of my students. It's less than 30 bucks mm -hmm. uh, and it really identifies all everything about you personality characteristics and skills so that could be the objective tool as you're trying to build that that mindset oh, that's awesome so i know when everyone has a chance to read your bio they will see that you were once a college admissions um specialist is that what they mm -hmm. mentioned advisor um so what made you as a college admissions admissions advisor start your company today and what were you seeing that made you want to help younger students and younger individuals find their passion and their purpose in life oh well thank you for asking that um uh, so i worked for the university of california system as an admissions officer admissions counselor um or specialist and um mm -hmm. i really hit a wall um, of representing one institution because I saw families coming into our office being so anxious about the process that I realized they lost sight about why they were even there. They were so worried about being competitive for college. They weren't questioning right. why, why should they be competitive for college? What, what does that even mean? So literally, and this is my personal story, I had no hesitation. I trusted that instinct and I literally, I sprinted and jumped off a cliff and said, I'm starting my own business. Um, and so I, and I, I, so I did, and then on my free fall, mm -hmm. I was learning the tools that Maya, you are, your videos are share, sharing with your audience. Like, Hey, think about your audience. Think about how you're going to market yourself. Didn't do that. I should have. And I was very successful at it. Um, I did need a break. So 
I was really, my ego was high and I was accomplishing my vision because I wanted to help families. I wanted to help families understand the, the life purpose of this teen. Mm -hmm. did it my way. But when I have a family of my own, I took a break and then I worked at that high school for, as a director right. of college counseling. Um, okay. And that's it. That's my foundation is I want authenticity. I want original, mm -hmm. not I want, I mean, the world wants, what is your original calling? What is your authentic purpose? Develop it from there. That is what colleges are looking for at the end of the day. Amazing. How were you able to make a shift from being in the college environment to going to high school? How were you able to bring your knowledge to help high school students um, be better, be um, more aware of their passion and their purpose? Yeah, I think it's very helpful to know how every application is evaluated. Um, what are the value points that colleges are looking for in a very quick period of time? The University of California is a conveyor belt of applications. It's different from like smaller liberal art colleges where the application, you get more like 15 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes per application. The UCs and other large public universities, it's about eight minutes. And so right. knowing that a 17 year old's life is represented in like eight minutes, even to 15 minutes, um, I help students translate I don't, it's not changing their, their plan, but it's de mm -hmm. celebrating who they are and then being very, helping them be very concise about articulating who they are. And then mm -hmm. finding that match. It's teens and young adults, uh, they should feel like they're on a high on self-worth, right? Celebrate that word. Then I help translate that into articulating it in a concise way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should definitely be something that's celebrated and, you know, congratulated rather than being pressured into being so competitive when the only person you should really be competing with is yourself from yesterday to be better than you were yesterday. Um, so I want to know, I know you talked a little bit about that good daughter syndrome. So I want you to share a little bit more about that with the audience, um, especially our female listeners so that they understand um, what it means, what the good daughter syndrome means and how you were able to break free from that. Oh yes, thank you for that too. Cause mm -hmm. I, you know, the most powerful thing for me personally is I really did get to face the mind blocks of being an obedient daughter until just recently. I have a 19 year old mm -hmm. and 11 year old daughter. Like wow. it took me a while, I thought, I thought it was enough. I was a high achiever in high school, a first generation college going student, single parent father. I thought I had enough of the independence and fight. And I, the vision was so clear. And I thought, hey, that's what it takes. That's all that it takes for me to be this successful business leader. And it, it, it happened and it, 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 again, like I could see the success chapters in my life, but then I hit a ceiling. And the ceiling was that I had these blocks in my mind that perhaps I can't expand internationally. Perhaps I can't make as much money as I really want to. I was doing that to myself. Mm -hmm. And it all came down to the, these limiting beliefs that came down to being obedient. That following rules was so valued that for me to even think that I can break the rules and say, I can be a billionaire. My students can, can reach internationally, right? I did give my permission. Possibilities, that's what it's yeah. all about. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, like giving myself permission to say I, I am limitless. Um, and so my person, so I really say, God, if someone only gave me this talk when I was that young adult, <laughs> I would have done that long. I would have done the work long time ago. You know? Yes, yes. I think it's very necessary, um, especially for a lot of young girls who are may not be able to see these different possibilities. They may not be able to see you know, the different career choices or the different lifestyles that you're able to live. Um, it opens them up to a wider scope, a wider, very various possibilities for them to see and for them to dream about and pursue. So I think being able to see women break different barriers helps younger females be able to break things much sooner than, you know, we were in the past. Absolutely. And one of the things I try to like, I persuade or convince them that this is real. What I'm saying is real. It's not something I just feel is that like University of Chicago has a major. The major is called big problems. There's nothing. There's not sociology, mathematics. It's called big problems. And many colleges are offering interdisciplinary major. Interdisciplinary mm -hmm. means, hey, you combine the things that you care about together and we will create mm -hmm. a major behind that. So it really is student focused. And that's one of those tangible things to say, we give you permission to break outside any of the ceilings and really think about the joy that you feel mm -hmm. like I enjoy doing these things and then challenge, how can I integrate it? And then create a business model out of it. No, definitely. I think um, what colleges may be may need to do more is to market those, those um, majors a little bit different because um, we had an interdisciplinary studies um, program at my college, which was University of Central Florida. But it was like one of those that was kind of, oh, you really don't know what you want to do. It's kind of marketed as, oh, these are the people that don't know what they want in life. So we're just going to throw them over here. I think it needs to be marketed more in that way that it's saying you create your own path. You don't just go to this structure that we have created for you. This is a structure that you create for yourself. So I think that a lot of people would know a little bit more about themselves or be more creative and out the box if these majors were marketed a little bit different in a more positive light. Absolutely, I, you're so right, Maya. And um, I think one of the things I help students do as an educated consumer when they're looking at college education, it's what is the quality like how are they communicating this quality of courses what are the courses under this particular major who are you going to have access to because you're paying for your the investment is the people the course curriculum can can copy copied and paste but the mm -hmm. faculty that those are the diamonds that you want to kind of connect with right. that will help you springboard to the next step yes. um, i also want to say that we don't have to wait to because this is more the traditional path there are mm -hmm. amazing certificate programs, free online courses yes. by, um, by incredible universities like Coursera.com, incredible mm -hmm. quality courses from universities, free. So it's almost you can taste test these things that you're interested in, dive mm -hmm. deeper without this big investment because you kind of want to be sure and experiment. Yes. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think colleges need to do a better job highlighting these really unique majors and not having mm -hmm. someone feel like, oh, this is just for the undecideds, you know? Right. <laughs> um, I really love what you said about, you know, 
the certificates and things of that sort. I think if our high school counselors would market those a little bit more too and give all the options to the student rather than just going to college, I think that would be a, a much more enjoyable um, experience as well because it's like you're making decision the decision for yourself. You're not sitting here with someone saying, oh, just because you didn't go to college or you're not deciding to go to college, your life is not gonna be successful. It drives me crazy. Yeah, it, it breaks my heart really. And that's why I left the high school. Cause uh, working for a private mm -hmm. high school, we had a quote, the quota. <laughs> oh, we want to mm -hmm. brag that most, 100% of our students go to college. And it felt so limiting. And um, for me, working with teens and young adults, open-mindedness is a core value that every, our, our younger brains need to know what are all of my options. So then I can mm -hmm. exercise critical thinking of benefits and challenges with this option versus this option. Now I'm ready to make a decision that I own, that I own mm -hmm. and I will be accountable to. But when we push them towards a certain direction, they're st they remain a child, right? Oh, we're telling you to do this. Okay, well, I guess I'll go to college. And then they're kind of winging it. It's never their, their right. process of their own, so. Yeah, that's why I love the gap year work certificate programs. There's so many different paths to chasing your vision. Mm -hmm. So what do you what do you feel about the value of a degree? I know you've worked in college admissions, so um, I don't know. From my perspective, I feel like the value of, let's say, a bachelor's was worth more before than it is now. Now we're in the realm of like, you know, everyone has to go get their masters in order to like be something. Everyone needs to go to grad school. Um, what do you What do you feel about that? I feel like that's a trick. Like that whole mindset of oh, well, well, here's here's data. Um, it, when one gets a bachelor, one pursues at least one year of post education. So it doesn't have to be a full bachelor's degree, but at least one year of training, certificates, uh, associate's degree, bachelor's. Over a 40 year span, those students will make $500,000 more than the high school diploma. That's just, okay. the, that's, so that's just data, right? That research has mm -hmm. shown. Um, but I don't think it's true that that is like, you have to get the master's and the cost of college, insane. I'm angry about it. I don't, I don't agree. I mean, and COVID is really shaking things up, which I like. Yes, it's crazy. <laughs> I kind of like that we're turning a college admissions upside down and shaking it. Like yes. there, there was this path of it being a monopoly and the cost of edu college education was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So I want- I don't know, one, um, I think master's program, I have a couple of friends. One's, um, the master's programs are like 18 months. One of them is $60,000 and one is like $72,000. I was like, wow. So before you even come out, you're almost $100,000 in debt already. I mean, what's the rate of return in that? I mean, do you want to work until you're 80 just to pay off that loan? That's not the quality <laughs> of so I know. I want families, I want students to be so like protective of this is my money. This is so... Is it worth it to what I want to do and find joy? Or maybe I will piece things together. And like when I helped my own daughter through college admissions, I was like, it has to be viable. We can't just sacrifice mm -hmm. our fa you know, family income just because we have 
you know, my daughter has this label like, oh, college graduate, right? Yeah. <laughs> job market, what that degree is and what that rate of return is. Otherwise, let's look at other options that's more viable. But I'm not working until right. I'm 80 to pay student loans. I want to own a home. Definitely. Everyone, yes, everyone needs to recognize what they deem to be as success. And then you work your way backwards to see what pathway you need to take. You know, everyone's path is not the same. Everyone doesn't need to do the same things in order to reach their level of success. So it's just like a personal journey. It so is. And it's, you know, I don't want like, you know, especially the younger listeners you now go out and like fight against parents or whoever's raising oh, yeah. them. <laughs> but, but if we can make them just more hyper aware of the messaging that they're receiving and that permission to mm -hmm. say, well, I don't have to accept it. It doesn't have to automatically be mine. I can mill over it and say, do I accept this advice and guidance or do I not? Mm -hmm. So just that awareness is just the empowerment that I think our young females need. Mm -hmm. So let's see if you have one last thing to say that would inspire our listeners to dream with their unlimited possibilities what would it be? My initial thing is have the guts, just have the guts so you can have no regret. And, and the guts means to question, to have mm -hmm. the, the courage to stand up for what you know is what makes you successful, what gives you joy in life and be assertive mm -hmm. in that. If you have that rooted, then your vision's going to happen. If you totally believe in yourself, do so you have the guts to stand behind what you believe? your future is yours that's amazing i am so grateful that we were able to have this conversation today because i think it just opens up a new way of thinking for our audience our audience and women around the world in general because even if you know you're not going to college it opens up your thought process to you know how can i think about outside the box and be not of the norm so I think that is super important for our listeners here today. And I know they probably appreciate you so much, especially with your experience. So I'm so happy that we were able to have this conversation today. Oh my gosh. So, um, I will go ahead. I was just saying, thank you. I've, I'm so glad to have a platform where I can share. You can just tell the, the, the conviction that I have. So I really appreciate you inviting me. In. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. I will definitely link everything that you want me to link um, with this um, this episode. And we thank you so much for being on our show today. And we thank everyone for tuning in and listening. See you guys later. Bye.